This is Point of View with Chris Berg. Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us. Your property taxes and the legacy fund. That's the subject of tonight's Point of View. There's a few bills going through the North Dakota State Legislature right now that are looking to use the legacy fund earnings. All right, just the earnings, not the actual principal, which is nearly like $8 billion right now, but they're looking to use the earnings to hopefully drive down your property taxes. Some of them, I believe, even like, would like to make it so that you have no property taxes. Can you, can you just imagine for a moment, like you would really own your own home? I mean, really own it? You wouldn't have any property taxes? It's almost one of those things that it's too hard to even fathom, right, to imagine. But there's some ideas out there they've been floating around for quite some time now for years and years and years why because when you talk to people in north dakota the one tax that they just despise and i mean despise the most is property taxes that's why every couple of years you see these sort of new idea suggestions on hey what can we do to buy them down get rid of them there's a, a myriad of things you see because people despise them that much as we know the state legislature recently recently was buying down your property taxes the challenge is, and yes, it helped. It, it made a bit of a difference. The challenge is, is that some of the local uh, governments, they see that and they go, oh, we'll, we'll just raise the value of the house. Or, hey, we can increase our budget a little bit more now because we've got some wiggle room here. So it helps, but I think it's important to remember that property taxes, they are leveled locally. They are levied locally. So you've got to remember that. We're going to talk more about that in a minute. But I think here's what's fascinating. I was doing some research today on this for you, and we know how much people in North Dakota despise property taxes but when you actually look at the national average of property taxes we're doing okay according to the national average this is smartasset.com the national average for property taxes is 1.07 percent well if you take north dakota across the entire state we're at about 0.99 percent so believe it or not I, I know we don't like property taxes but believe it or not as a state we're actually below the national average. Now Cass County a little bit higher around 1.2% so a little bit higher than the national average but maybe there's an opportunity here to use some legacy fund earnings. I think you may remember last session they had the Operation Prairie Dog Bill. The Operation Prairie Dog Bill. <laughs> they were taking oil and gas money they were giving it to you know local municipalities to, to invest in some infrastructure and things like that so maybe there's an Operation Prairie Dog Bill so that they can help drive down your property taxes and you can invest in some infrastructure in your own home, your own property. How's that for an idea, right? Here's the reality. For many people, buying a home, owning a home for a long time, it, it can be their legacy. We all know that, hey, if you're going to create generational wealth, owning your own home is one of the most important ways to do that. And when you look at Governor Burgum, he's got really four principles um, that he wants to look at or focus on when it comes to utilizing the legacy fund and legacy fund earnings. Now, one of those is to diversify North Dakota's economy and to attract workforce. I mean, how long have we been hearing in the state of North Dakota, we have a workforce problem, we have a workforce problem. Is there a possibility that if you could make a sales pitch to somebody moving to our state saying, hey, and I know no property taxes, I mean, that sounds like pie in the sky, but be a great sales pitch. It would be a great sales pitch to say, hey, come live, live here, there's no property taxes. You could actually own your own home. I think you'd see some people like, oh, that's a pretty darn good idea. Now, again, one of the most important things to remember, all right, if you really want to uh, 
uh, keep your property taxes down. Yeah, it's great to have the state get involved and do some different things, but also this tax is levied locally. So one of the best things you can do is just hold your local leaders accountable to watch how they're obviously spending your property tax dollars. And that's tonight's point of view. All right, joining us now, he's actually a sponsor on one of these bills that wants to use some of the legacy fund earnings to drive down your property taxes is Representative Jeff Magrum. Uh, Representative Magrum, it's great to have you on point of view. Um, you had a hearing on this yesterday. You reached out to us and said, hey, Chris, I'd love to talk to you about this bill. So. For the person sitting at home, and I think one of the things I forgot to mention, Representative Magrum, is this is just for your primary residence, but talk about for the person at home um, what your bill would ultimately do for that. Well, it's House Bill 1446, and, and it would give a property tax credit to everyone that owns a primary residence. They would get approximately 30% off of their property taxes on their primary residence that's the goal as as of right now now it went through to committee yesterday and they discussed it today and and they uh there were some questions on maybe some amendments and you touched a little bit on the the anxiety of the whole thing is they're afraid if we if we do a credit to local government then they'll turn around and try to raise taxes or valuations enough to capture more money so they're wondering if i would put something in amended into the bill that would protect the you know from from that happening but it's really hard to do a cap or the other question was should we should we make it so that there would have to be a vote of the public to actually raise the valuations and that's that's difficult too. So I don't. I don't know exactly. We're gonna have to think about it for a couple of days because we have till Monday to come up with a with a solution to the questions. So any idea how you're gonna solve that that issue? Well, I I'm working on some language the the with legislative council and uh, I I don't know that they're looking at a different way to to give the credit whether it's a a reduction right now it says a reduction equal to taxable valuations and so they're they're looking at there's so many different ways to, to look yeah. at it if it's a dollar for dollar or if they're going to go by the valuation of the property but i i i don't know how much we can change that because that's yeah. the way the homestead credit and the disabled veterans credits are are uh, the, that's how they're calculated Representative Maker, let me ask you this, because obviously there's a lot of renters out there. What does your bill do to help uh, lower the cost for renters? It Well, renters don't really benefit from this directly, but indirectly, many of the renters will benefit because if they're uh, contractors or anything like that, hopefully that people will put this money back into their home or it'll, it, it'll help them with their job, but it will give them hope to and and uh and encourage them to buy a home that hopefully will be tax-free so it'll lower the cost as far as if someone is renting and they're looking at purchasing a home it it would encourage them to uh to be able to you know help them to maybe be able to afford to buy a home because it would yeah. if, if i mean if they can save on taxes that's probably a payment or bank payment every year or something and like that so so that could be encouraging for them as well. Representative Magrum, bottom line me here, because we hear a lot, like I just said in my open, I mean, we hear about this every, seems like a couple of years, election year, there's a legislative session. 
But yeah, nothing. I mean, you guys were buying down for a little bit, but that didn't really work out. Nothing really happens. I mean, is there any remote possibility that this bill, in any way, shape, or form, passes and becomes law? I think there's, there's, yes, absolutely. But we need the people to speak up. I mean, we've seen the people speak out against 2180. I call it the clergy bill. It really made a difference. Actually, withdrew the bill. So. We need people to actually get involved in this and, and start reaching out to their legislators and putting the pressure on them. And and I think we can get this done. We could make a huge dent in property taxes between this bill and Senate Bill 2327 that Jason Heitkamp is a prime sponsor on. I'm a co-sponsor on that one as well. And between the two of them, we could literally reduce property taxes as a whole by about 60%. So, but the leadership doesn't like it because they want to be able to spend the money on their projects. So, so we don't have the support of leadership and yes, that hurts us, but the leadership is going to listen to the people. And we've seen that happen before. We can't get anything done here. If the people don't get involved and support us and, and cry out to their, to the legislators, because when I was campaigning, I heard that everywhere I went, you, if you get in, you need to work hard to reduce property taxes. So here we are. We're working hard. We've got some great ideas. And the legacy fund, technically, if you look up the definition of legacy, it means gift. So the people voted this in in 2010. It's time to start gifting our people back, helping our people. We've been through difficult times with the virus, and it's time to it's time to, to start benefiting from the the prosperity we've had in this state and we're trying to get it done if people right. get involved and speak up yeah, yeah. that'll help Our representative jeff magram thank you so much sir we appreciate it you heard it there folks look if this is something that you'd like to see come to fruition reach out to your local legislator whether it be a house member or senator and let them know hey i want to see something done with property taxes he just gave you a couple examples of bills right there so representative jeff magram we appreciate it very much we look forward to uh, hearing more about what happens there okay Yep. Thanks for the opportunity, Chris. Appreciate it. You bet. Thank you, sir. Yep. All right. So this was brought to my attention. I want to share with you happened up in Steele County. Steele County had their Steele County Commission meeting last night and they were voting on if they should keep the mask mandate in place or not. So they held this uh, commission meeting. But I want to share this graphic with you because what's important to note if, if you don't know where Steel County is, it's the one that's just west there of Trail County. You'll see that it's it's all white, right? So it's kind of just northwest of Cass County there. It's all white. Now, the reason it's all white is because there's no there was, there's been no new cases in Steel County since January 26. There's been zero, zero new cases in Steel County since January 26th. And so they're sitting there thinking, hey, should we actually keep a mask mandate in place or not, even though there's been no new cases? And some may say, hey, Chris, the reason there's no new cases there is because we have the mask mandate, right? But I think there's obviously some room for opening things up, having some more freedom. And yet what's interesting, and we talk about it a lot on this, so look, I'm, I'm not doing this to beat anybody up tonight, all right? I just, I, we always want to show you when people are in positions of power, how sometimes it ends up coming across as, hey, that's for thee, but not for me, right? They put all these things in place and they go, hey, you should be doing that, but me, maybe not so much. So I want to share with you a little clip from last night's uh, county commission meeting. And what I want you to do is listen to what the one of the commissioners says 
towards the very end about the importance of this, okay? But also, as you're watching this, notice there's a gentleman, one of the commissioners, he's got his back to you, but he's sitting at the head of the table. Just pay attention to him as well. Here's the clip. You're recommending to us basically to leave or have the mask mandate on because of the vaccinations. You're the public yes. health nurse. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to go with that recommendation. February is a short month. I think if we leave it on, it's important that we set the example for everyone also out there. It, it kind of looks ridiculous if we show up places without masks. So anything jump out to you there? You just heard she says, hey, we need to set the example. It looks ridiculous if we're going on about not wearing our masks. And did you, did you notice anything in that clip, Zach? If we can reset that up, I may have you just even play that if you can. I know it's hard, guys, maybe as a VO or uh, whatever. So let me know, Producer Edge, if you can. But the point is, is that you can see there in the video that there's, there's, they're not social distancing, right? And there's people in that meeting not wearing masks as they're about to vote on Hey, should we keep a mask mandate in place or not? So let's bring the picture up first, producer AJ. Um, this is a steal from throughout the meeting. Again, you can see here, there's a couple of commissioners not wearing their masks. You can clearly see they're not necessarily social distancing. Again, I'm not here to beat anybody up. I'm just sharing with you so that you can see what happens sometimes when people will say, hey, you guys should do that. Sounds good for thee, but not for me. So would love to know your point of view. And if you've got the video, guys, we can play it again. But just so you're aware of what's going on there in, uh, in Steele County at the commission meeting. So if you want to run the VOs Act, just to let people see it one more time. Okay. So we've got a whole new system here, folks. We're trying to work out some of the kinks. So you saw the video. You can check it out up on social media tonight as well. And I want to share with you, thank you to people across the state and across Minnesota sending us a ton of stories to share with you. And I just thought that was an interesting one to bring to your attention tonight. We love kind of diving into some of those, um, you know, more or less populated areas and sharing with you what's happening in those communities as well. So would love to know your point of view, talking about property taxes, the legacy fund, should we be reducing property taxes and using the legacy fund or not? And then your thoughts on what you saw there at the Steel County Commission meeting from last night regarding the mass money. By the way, I think it's important to note, this is important, they did pass it four to one. So they ended up passing, keeping the mask mandate in place four to one. What I was told from a particular person is that the, the one person, <laughs> the person that voted against the mask mandate was one of the few individuals in the meeting that kept their mask on the whole time and tried to social distance. <laughs> it's fascinating to watch how this COVID-19 thing is playing out. All right, please share your point of view with us. It's very easy to do. You can email us, you can text us, you can leave us a voicemail. When we come back, we're going to get to some of your outstanding points of view and much more coming up right here on Point of View.